Welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast, where we learn how successful drone entrepreneurs launch their businesses so you can too. And now, your host, David Young. What's up, fellow drone launchers? David Young here, founder of Drone Launch Academy, coming at you with another episode of the Drone to 1K podcast. We are in season three, episode five, I believe. Um, and today's guest is Alex Castillo of LA Aerial Image. And that may sound familiar to you if you've listened to all of the Drone to 1K podcast episodes, because Alex was actually on our original season and he is the first return guest to the podcast. So very excited to get some updates from Alex, hear what he's been up to, hear how his business has changed since he first got started. So it was great catching up with Alex. Um, he's done a lot of really cool stuff from 3D modeling for construction sites, um, all the way to flying drones for music videos for My Chemical Romance and just a bunch of cool stuff in between. So he does a lot of cinematography, but also um, is in construction as well and doing things there. So really fun episode. Excited for you to listen to it and get some good nuggets out of it. There's a lot to learn uh, from Alex, and um, I've enjoyed getting to know him better and following him too on Instagram. He's got a great Instagram um, uh, handle and profile. A uh, few things before we get started. Like always, if you're enjoying this podcast and what we're doing here and the interviews, um, please go leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, screenshot it, send it to me via email, david at dronelaunchacademy.com, and I will send you a t-shirt to say thanks uh, for leaving that review. I've been getting some good feedback. Uh, several of you all have emailed me. Um, even with recommendations on, hey, here's a thing, a couple things I think that could make the show even better, and then uh, a couple uh, or several, you know, just constructive, hey, this is great, I uh, love what you're doing, here's my review. So if you do that, send your shirt to say thanks um, for taking the time to do that. Leave an honest review, not trying to, like, manipulate you into leaving a good review. Leave any review at all, and I'll, uh, I'll shoot you a shirt to say thanks. Um, what else? Oh, yes, we have, um, we're doing the five winner pick thing. So if you haven't watched uh, one of these episodes yet, what we do is uh, we will post a link below this video if you're watching on YouTube or if you are listening, the email that you got telling you about this podcast episode, um, there will be a link in there to a one-question uh, quiz, and I'll just ask you a question about the episode to see if you actually listened to it or not. Um, one question, you answer that question right, then you can choose from some prizes to be entered for. So we give away a coaching call, a 15-minute Q&A coaching call with the podcast guest, um, a t-shirt, a mug, a free course, and a hat. So you can kind of rank those in what order you want. And then uh, every week we pick the winners. So the day before the podcast comes live, uh, we pick the winners and then uh, for the previous week, and then we'll announce those in the email. If you're not on our email list and you want to get uh, this little quiz link, just go to dronelaunchacademy.com, wait like three seconds, and a little pop-up will appear at the very top, and uh, you can put your name and um, email in there. It doesn't like cover the whole screen, but it'll show up at the top where you can put that in. Um, so get in on that. We've already done a Q&A call, coaching call with someone who went really well. That's really cool. So we're actually going to release those as little bonus episodes for in-between seasons. So in-between seasons three and four, we'll release some of those Q&A calls with uh, the podcast guests. So I think those are helpful for people that are starting drone businesses and kind of wondering, um, you know, if you have questions for the podcast guests to dig in a little deeper, other people probably have those same questions and maybe those will get asked and you can listen to um, what they say about that. So fun to do that and, and hear these guests' feedback for um, these folks' businesses. All right, I believe that's it. 
Um, you know, we have some courses too, if you're ever interested in that. Uh, I think you can go to journalnowledgeacademy.com slash D1K discount. Uh, we have some deals there for podcast listeners. Uh, but hope you enjoy the show and uh, we'll get to it with Alex Castillo from LA Aerial Image. All right. So thanks for tuning into the podcast. I have with me here, um, Alex, is it Castillo? Is that how you say your last name? Yeah, that's uh, cool. Yeah. LA Aerial Image um, actually was our very first podcast guest on Drone to 1K when we started this, I don't know, a year and a half ago, um, or actually probably more than that. The first episode came out about a year and a half ago. We talked probably, I don't know, two years ago almost now. Yeah. So um, it's good to uh, good to have you back on, Alex. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great. Yeah, man. Um, so I wanted to get you back on here because I wanted to get an update. Last time, uh, I mean, you and I have talked just little bits on Instagram here and there, yeah. um, but we haven't actually like had a full-on conversation. So I thought it'd be good to um, have you back on talk about how things have been going, what you've been up to, um, things maybe you've learned between now and then. Um, but I see awesome stuff on your Instagram. It looks like you're still in the game, still really active. So um, maybe maybe start with like a real quick uh, intro of yourself and your background, just in case someone has not heard your original season one, uh, episode yeah. two. So I, I was an original uh, RC plane flyer, you know, back in the days. And, you know, that was my my thing, my fun thing to do as a kid. And then when I was older, I was able to afford this stuff. So, you know, that made it easier to get to the airfield and fly. Yeah. And uh, I was, I was there at the airfield one day and I saw some guy with a quadcopter and, you know, it was the first time I ever seen one. And I was like, wow, what is that? I need to have one of those. And he's like, Oh, you know, I built it. And so there I was building quadcopters back in when there were DJI, uh, what are they? Flame wheels. And uh, you know, the, the NASA, you know, uh, flight controller. And so that, that was the beginning of it for me. Um, and then years later, I decided that I wanted, didn't just want it to be a hobby that I wanted to make it, you know, full-time business and, and jump into it. So I started, I took all my photography background from as a hobbyist and then just got into video and just started, you know, doing video with drones. And now I do it all. I do the, you know, uh, I do a lot of social media commercials and, and, uh, you know, I don't just do drone, you know, I do, I do, uh, I've done a lot of commercials for with doing the drone, like the higher budget ones and stuff like that. I just do a whole array of different things. I mean, we jumped into uh, 3d modeling for construction sites. Um, uh, you know, the film stuff. I mean, just whatever I can get my hands a bunch on of I'm, stuff. I'm kind of get in there. Yeah. So that, nice. So, so at the beginning of this year, of course, as everybody knows, you know, it, it just died as soon as the pandemic hit and the country mm. shut down. Like it just went dead. Like I had nothing. I mean, no work at all. And and that and, I, and I'm assuming that's for the same for everybody in the industry and many different industries. I mean, it was just dead. I mean, there was no work. And I, I'm fortunate that I still have my day job. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> because I've been holding on to that, so I so I can. I'm trying to get out of it, but. But I, I kept on to it, so I, I was I was fortunate that I wasn't hurting because of that. But um, I mean, it literally was like six months of nothing, zero. Hmm. And then and I, I want to say, what are we in August right now? Mm-hmm. Or September? September. So I want to say in like July, it just started like I started getting phone calls. <laughs> it just started like started picking up again. Yeah, it was like almost instant. I just I mean, I was busy to where I was like I could. I couldn't keep up. I was just so busy. I was, I even brought in uh, I had one day where I had, I had like five jobs and I had, a, I brought in another pilot to, to assist me, you know? And yeah, 
was just, I mean, we've been busy. So, man. So, um, do you think it was just, well, obviously a lot of the, cause you're in California. So a lot of the kind of production stuff was put on hold and, um, yeah. but so do you think that's just kind of like pent up demand from that time where everybody stopped, everybody's trying to like catch up or what? Yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a little bit of both. Like it just, it just, uh, you know, I have Google ads and I think it just kind of like at once, like the built up stuff came in and then extra stuff came in and it just like, <laughs> yeah. so even the construction stuff, I got a little busy there. Um, and then just with, uh, we had a few graduations where they want, where they did the drive through graduations, you know, and, uh-huh. okay. and had the drone up, you know, cool. I mean, and shooting photos. I mean, we just, I mean, so it was kind of like people were figuring out a way to get by with this pandemic. So they were using the, the drone in some, in some senses, you know, so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now, do you do much, um, do you do any real estate stuff with your drone or are you just more like normal video production? Yeah, I stay away from the real estate stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, from the last, uh, podcast, I had a lot of people come and, and talk to me and I, and I, I tell them, sure, go, go start with the real estate. That's the best place to start. I think because, you know, you just, you get in there, it's easy to get in. Everybody knows a real, a realtor and, and you can get you can get jobs fairly easy, but you can't stay in that industry. I mean, it's just not for me. It's just not fun. Like you, I mean, going into a house every day and shooting, and and of course you got to be prepared to shoot interior as well and right. photos and video. I mean, it just it's just and and unless you're for me, unless you're doing getting called for a million dollar homes, like it's just not worth it for me. Yeah, well, especially now that you got you know, like sounds like you got more people than you can handle anyways. Right. So take the yeah, higher paying I, I, jobs that are more fun. I picked up uh well, I picked it up a couple of years ago, but it's, it's a, it's a, it was an Amazon prime show. It's called the Bay. And now they're mm-hmm. on a uh, uh, network called the pop star network. Okay. And uh, I've been shooting with them for three seasons now. And I just, I mean, that, that's an awesome thing to do. I yeah. Mean, that's really cool. On productions, man. It's just great. I love it. It's fun. Nice. I remember you mentioned that last time we were, yeah, you were on the podcast that you got, a, that you were on flying for uh, an Amazon show. I think that's, that was yeah. really cool. Yeah. And then uh, I did a music video for, um, oh man, I don't get to know the name now. <laughs> um, anyways, I did a music video. That was a big production. Um, cool. But it's, it's been good. I mean, it just, it's been good. So. Cool. Well, um, I'm curious, you know, I want to dive into a couple, some more specifics since we kind of got your whole backstory. Cause normally these podcasts are a lot of people's backstory and how they got to where they were, but you know, you, you went through a lot of that on the last podcast and talked about what it was like working full time and still having this. Um, so I want to dive in a little bit, maybe into some specifics about, um, you know, I, I, I've heard a lot of people lately say, you know, I really want to get into construction. I want to do construction, construction, you know, all this stuff. So, uh, let's talk about that. How did you, um, I guess, how did you land like your first construction client? What did they want? If you can remember. Yeah. Um, I, my first construction, I was brought in from another guy. I was kind of like subcontracted out from another guy and, okay. uh, and, uh, he had me go in and, and, uh, we did uh progress shots and we did some 3d modeling of the sites and it was just basically, 3D modeling for the sites that, you know, so, so the engineers can, you know, have a good, better look on what they're doing and where they're at, what, what kind of room they have and that kind of thing. Um, I've done uh, 3D modeling for like, uh, um, for rock quarries too. So they 
can uh, judge their their materials and and measure them and that kind of thing. Um, uh, it just, I mean, there's a lot of different ways they can use the drone. I mean, um, progress progress uh, shots, progression shots for their uh, for their uh, sites. Um, the 3D modeling, I guess they're using them for just the measurements of of, uh, of the materials, and um, there's this is some a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, yeah. So for your for your first one, um, I guess did you was that a friend you knew or like a buddy of yours that just brought you in, or how did you have that relationship? He he found me through through Google, I think. He, oh, really? Yeah, he's up in Oregon and. He needed was it another drone there. drone guy or some, somebody yeah, else? He's another drone guy. He needed a, a, a pilot down here because he was getting business in LA and he was, gotcha. flying, he was flying back and forth, but he needed someone to, to contract to, to do the work for him because he just, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, you know, working out with him flying back and forth, but, you know, so gotcha. I've been working with him. Um, still, I still work with him. That's um, cool. Yeah, we get new sites here and there, but. Uh, the 3D modeling, I think, is just the the biggest part of it. I mean, that that's lucrative because it's in the end, like you save these guys money. You're saving the money where they may not have to come out to um, saving money and time. I guess you know they they can take measurements off of things. Um, mm-hmm. and, and when you're using GPS, GP, GPCs, and the thing is, with the construction sites they have they have surveyors on on site. Yep. So they they lay those GPCs on themselves hmm. and give us the coordinates and then everything's uh you know measures up to like millimeters. I mean, yeah. so well and just real quick for people who are because sometimes we've got a lot of newbies listening to this, GPCs, you want to just explain what that is for them? That they're just uh the, the ground points, control points. Yeah, the points for their uh um what is it? Uh <laughs> loss of words, but the GPS points and yeah, and uh, basically give it a real real position in, in real time, real you know, so that they take those points and then with your uh, drone photos, you're able to match them up, and then they can overlay that stuff over like CAD and right. And, uh, so it's they know like the exact position of like exactly. it helps kind of calibrate the drone photos so that you can get like really really exact measurements exactly. and reference points because you're kind of ending up taking a lot of different photos and putting them together. Right. In the end. So it kind of helps make sure that it knows exactly how to line everything up. So. Exactly. Yeah. So cool. and it takes those points and it, it takes your photo and matches up to those points and just, everything's just exact measurements. And yeah. And, uh, yeah. Now, if, um, do you, do you know for that job or for me for subsequent jobs that you've done, you know, one thing people have been asking me, you know, as we've gone through the podcast, you know, they're like, I really want to, like I said, they're really interested in industries like construction, but they're like, I just feel like I don't know kind of the lingo or I don't even know how to, they, they don't feel confident in like selling it to them, right? Because they're not super sure on the specifics of how it can help, you know, them. They can't, they're like, how do I give a sales pitch when I don't even know what the sales pitch is? You know what I mean? So it's like, they, I feel like people don't know, they don't feel like they have a concrete examples of, hey, listen, if you let me come in here and do a 3D map for you, here's how this can benefit you. Like if you were going to go and you kind of do a sales pitch to a engineering firm or construction or contractor, kind of what would be your sales pitch for the, the 3D models? Or do you not have to ever give the sales pitches? <laughs> I don't do the sales pitches right now. This guy's doing them. Um, uh, okay. But, um, yeah, I don't, let's see. I mean, it's, 
you have to get in there and, and actually learn what what it can be what it's hard because i learned a lot of lingo being on site because sure. <laughs> when i first went in i didn't know anything either and i'm still in, <laughs> you know, and uh just hang just talking to the, to the supervisors and and uh, all the other guys on site like you learn what the lingo is and and uh um basically i mean you're just you know it's yeah it's hard to say i mean like i'm not a salesperson myself no so. that's fine that's fine i just didn't know if you had like a normal pitch where you're just like hey you know you should use it because of this you know well i mean so no, are, what's your typical oh go ahead good for the most part it's just you know it's saving time and money i mean like if you if you can take a construction company and, and find a way to help them save time and money. I mean, that's, that's the way they're going to be, be sold because um, one, they, those guys are busy as hell. Any, any of those guys that are like super, superintendents and, and are up there in the construction and they're running around, they, they, they don't have time to go on site. I mean, although that's their job to be on site, but they're mm-hmm. also in meetings. They're also running around to other sites. I mean, they just, it's just, they're so busy. It's hard to get those guys to, to, to stop for a second to talk. And if you can, if you can send them some as built, which is, is like a, is, is one of the terms and as built, which is a mm-hmm. PDF and, and it shows all the information on there. If you can show him that and he don't have to go to that site because he has an information on, on a, on a deliverable that you sent him then. And for him, that's, that's money right there because he, he don't have to go to the site now and do that. He, he knows what he needs is right in front of him, just having the measurements and just having, you know, and then he can take those measurements and hand them to his guys and say, Hey, look, this is, we need to have this done on there. And here's the measurements of, of, you know, cause sometimes they might need to drill somewhere and they need to know where things are at. And, and mm. instead of, instead of X-raying or instead of, uh, you know, looking for things that are underground, they just, you know, before they, it's just, they, they, they have that. Information. So they'll have like, you have, they'll have historical kind of 3d models so they can go back and look where stuff is. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. exactly. So like, uh, before concrete pour or something like that, you know, yeah. Yeah, but, cool. So, um, with the uh, how often did they have you go out there and and do a three D model of the whole site? Like, how frequently did you do that? Um, just depends on where, on where the, where they're at in the building. Um, I, some of them I was going out once a week. Um, wow. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm kind of some of them I'm like every other week. Um, so it's pretty frequent then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now for that. Um, you know, does like, is this something that every construction company who's building anything should be using? And this is like the people that aren't are like, just kind of out of the loop or is it just kind of, or is it a little bit more like for specialized things? I think that most of every of these construction companies should be using this, this information because I mean, from what I've learned and and I'm actually going to take, I'm coming up pretty soon. I'm one of the biggest companies we work with. We're going to do like a testimony video and uh, get their testimony and how they nice. used it and how it worked for them, how it saved them money. And, nice. uh, and we're going to use, we're going to use that as a marketing tool. But um, from what I understand, like the information we've given them, like it's it has saved them tens of thousands of dollars in the long run. Um, That's awesome. Some of these guys used it as, you know, they were building, drilling some of the concrete that we had done before they poured. And they said that, they've never had a job where they didn't hit something mm. and this this time that we had they had our our, our uh, deliverables that they didn't hit anything and mm. a lot of times when they hit something and they break something it costs you know twenty thirty thousand dollars to fix whatever they hit mm. and 
and we they didn't do that this time so like that alone is just like amazing you know like yeah and i guess they probably they probably build some of that like you know have to fix it costs into their budgets when they do it the first time around so if they can kind of grab some extra savings yeah they know they're going to screw up at some point and 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 even with with you know sometimes they don't build things on the right uh, measurement of where it's supposed to be. And that's why initially when you do a 3D model, like they use that initial ground ground flooring to, to measure too, because sometimes they might build a building a couple of feet off and, and that that's mm. a huge, you know what I mean? Like they might find out after they put the whole foundation down, like, oh shit, this is not in the right spot. So, <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 was, I was oblivious, but it, see, I guess it happens pretty often. Mm. Where things are placed at the wrong position, and it's because you know you got you got a bunch of guys down there reading these blueprints, and and it just may they may interpret it different ways, or I don't know, mm. I don't I don't know how it happens, but it's lost in but, translation. But with with these models, they're able to take those measurements, and and it, and it's almost spot on. I mean, it's just that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, every every one of these construction companies should be doing this. I mean, it's just it's just somewhere behind the times, and you know. Some are just not willing to um, to step up with technology yet, you know. Yeah. Like, but I mean, it just it just it just depends. But like the one we're working with, those these guys are walking around with iPads and doing stuff like that. So I guess they're they're ahead of everybody kinda, else. Kind of up on yeah, it, up on it. On, on, so so um, if you don't mind me asking, I know you're in LA, so stuff's probably more expensive out there. But like, how much are you able to charge these construction companies or engineering firms for? you know, flying every other week and doing a 3d model. Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure on, on, on the total cost of what we're charging them. Cause I, like I said, I'm working with someone else on this. Oh, sure. But, but, um, I'm going to say it's right around about 1500 bucks a flight, <laughs> a flight. Yeah. Because there's uh-huh. other people involved because we're not doing, you know, we're not taking the, um, the data and and just throwing it into Pix4D or something like that. It's actually we're actually contracting another guy who has a desktop and he does everything you know manually. Gotcha. So we're getting a more accurate uh, output. We're getting uh, you know a lot better quality of an output than okay. That you send it to the cloud on Pix4D and so it's and not a, just a quick like drone deploy or Pix4D flight and then send it off kind no. of thing. So so we're getting a, a much better quality uh, output. And it's taking a little, you know, it takes a little more time for the guy to do it, but, and it, that there's a cost there. So, I mean, yeah, sure. So, and then, you know, I, I make pretty good money doing it. It only takes me about 45 minutes to do a model. And then, you know, I'm walking out of there with like 300 bucks. So awesome. So yeah. you're kind of just one piece of the, of the wheel and there's multiple people kind of oh, helping yeah. put the final deliverable together. Oh yeah. Oh cool. yeah. So then, so, so, I mean, to, I mean, most of those guys on that site, the, the most that they make is like 50 or $60 an hour. Like the crane guy makes, he might make $80 an hour, you mm-hmm. know, on, on overtime. But the drone guy, he's making 300 bucks an hour. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Right? <laughs> yeah, man. So, so you have these construction sites going on. Um, what of all the, di- I mean, it sounds like you do a bunch of different stuff. Like I see on your Instagram, you know, you're flying construction sites and you do video production, even just like normal video production stuff. Yeah. Uh, I know you got like an Inspire. I saw you had some really cool shots with your Inspire kind of in the desert and stuff. Yeah, we did that. We did some car chasing out there. Yeah, that was cool. And, and a music video. Um, I was doing a music video out there. That, that was 
really cool. That's fire, man. That, that camera just is killer. I mean, it gets some yeah, great. It looked footage. good. So what what's your favorite um like what's your favorite type of thing to work on since you're in kind of very a lot of different industries doing a lot of different things like what's what's the most I guess what's the most fun for you what do you like to invest I like the film stuff I like being on set it's just it's just fun yeah. like you're always around I mean I haven't done it in a while because of the COVID thing but I mean you're just hanging around everybody seems to be really nice and fun to hang out with um there's a lot of for a drone guy there's a lot of waiting around but. It's like when the director's ready, he's like, he wants you to be up now. <laughs> That's the yeah. only thing is that it could be, it could be a little stressful, but I mean, other than that, it's, it's fun. I mean, I like it. I like it. I, I the, the video I did was My Chemical Romance. It was a, oh, cool. It was a piece. It wasn't a music video, but it was a piece where they did a, like a, like a I guess I want to say like a marketing commercial for their concerts in, in Europe. Yeah. And it was called, an, it was called an offering. And, uh, I, you know, I did the bird's eye with the, with the inspired too. And the guy is running through this forest type thing. But I, when I was there, I told the director, Hey, you know, I, I have an FPV drone and I can chase your guy through the woods and go through the bushes and stuff like that. And he's like, really, let's try that. So we did a couple takes and it was awesome, man. And he was, <laughs> the director was so, so ecstatic, man. He was just like, yes, yes. He was just like, I mean, he loved it, but Edit, it didn't make the cut in the edit. He did, of course, he didn't do the edit. So who, whoever was editing and whoever did it, like they just they cut it out, man. And they oh, that stinks. Yeah, so I was bummed. I was like, I was thinking, like, for, finally, some of my FPVs is gonna make it to something big, and it didn't. <laughs> oh, bummer. Dude, yeah. I, I have actually seen a lot of really cool like FPV cinematography stuff. Um, trying, starting to get more popular. Um, Again, people out there with their imagination, they're putting out some good stuff, man. It's 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 fun. You get it's some really insane perspectives and angles and stuff with doing yeah, FPV. Fun to watch. I, I just and it's fun to fly FPV. I just love it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's that's cool. cool. So uh, I don't know if you had last time we talked. I don't know if you were. Maybe you did have the Inspire, but um, but I feel like you were. You, I feel like I would remember that. But either way, do you think for doing? So it sounds like you're doing like you know you're doing cinematography work for you know, Amazon shows and like serious, you know, bands and stuff like that. Do you think the ins- having that inspire too has helped you get those, those jobs? Yes, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Anything less. I'm be doing those. Yeah. yeah and, I, and that's, and that's probably the lowest end right now that you could be working on those kind of jobs with. If you don't have an inspire too, you're not, you're not, they're not going to be hiring you for that job. Mm. Cause, and, and that's, that's the way I, the reason I say the lowest, cause I have the X5S, I don't have this, the X7. Okay, and, and so the, a lot of the higher budgets they want of course they want the heavy lifters with the red or the re on them and then after that they'll take an x7 no problem but an x5s is like oh okay you know but, mm. but anything less than that you're probably not going to be on that set <laughs> so mean, you think it's just, worth the because those are yeah. pretty expensive to get those full full setups right you know brand new yes but i picked mine up used and uh you know, you can get a used one for, you know, I've seen them out there for like three grand, the whole set, you know. How much did you get your whole setup for? I paid 5000 for mine, but it came with, I mean, literally everything. The box, the the case, I mean, the like 10 sets of batteries. Um, oh, wow, cool. Chargers, like I had everything, the dual. So you're, dual you're ready to ready to go straight out for. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And then I, uh, I was in Arizona and, and get insurance on that thing because if you spend it on the Inspire 2, you need the insurance because I accidents happen, man. And I had one. I was oh, in Arizona. Man. We were shooting a pilot show for a boat racing show. 
it was supposed to be on one of these real TVs, uh, reality TVs, but it was a boat racing the speed boats in, uh, in Parker. And they're just these, I mean, these boats are going fast. It was so crazy. But anyways, I had a long lens on my, on my Inspire and I was flying around and, uh, to be honest, I don't know if I hit something or if it just malfunctioned because it, it said it was coming home and then it just lost video and it was done. And uh, when I found it, it was on the side of, of a cliff near the water. It hit the water. I was lucky. That's good. But I mean, I was, I'm so glad I had insurance because they covered it. <laughs> nice. Was there a deductible on it? Yeah, I think it was like 500 bucks, but it was worth it. Better than five grand. <laughs> yeah. It was, they say, I mean, they say my butt and I, you know, I did lose a couple of jobs over it because I didn't have the drone, but mm. I mean, I just, it, it took me a couple of weeks to get it, to get it, you know, replaced and then I was good to go, but yeah, that's good. Who are you, you using? Money out of stuff, you need, you need the insurance. Yeah. Who are you using for insurance? Uh, what's the name of the, it's, uh, probably the one that's most popular. I can't think of it right the now. Sky, Skywatch? No, it's, uh, it's a, it's an actual aviation insurance. Like, oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Well, if you remember it, we'll throw it in there yeah, just in case people are curious. Um, well, well, that's cool. Um, so you've got, so you've got these, um, these film jobs, got the construction stuff. What percentage of your work would you say is like construction versus video production versus kind of like just other random stuff? Mm, I'd say construction's about 40 and then, Maybe like, oh, I don't know, maybe like 40 of, of uh, cinema stuff and then like maybe uh, 20 of 20% just stuff. other stuff. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's a pretty good mix, I feel like. Yeah, because I, I, after a while, I just, you know, I have a whole, I'm one of those gear freaks that <laughs> buy stuff all the time and <laughs> so I got I got the A7S3 coming, um, and I have other A7, A7R3, and A7 III, and I just have all these cameras. And so, I've been doing stuff like, uh, like so the so the rock quarry that I work for, they they say, hey, you do video too, right? We need a we're doing a rebrand, and we need a uh, some interview videos and some, some B roll and stuff. So I went and shot for them, and I just you know set up a whole interview setup and did the audio cool. and everything. Awesome. So it, yeah, so it's kind of like evolving to just all around, like almost like just a product, small production company. I mean, I'm not yeah. just doing drones. Yeah, um, that's the way I like it. I like it. I mean, I like I love the drones, but I like doing it kind of. Well, I mean, it's yeah, it seems it's a pretty transferable skill set because once you learn how to operate the camera on a drone, it's just a camera that's not flying around. You know what I mean? All you got so exactly. It's uh, the only difference is you got to learn lighting because yeah, if you're, if you're lighting up a person, you know. It just it needs to be right to look good and look professional, you know. Cause yeah, sure. Was that a challenge? Kind of trying to figure that out. Well, you know, I, I like I said when I was younger, I was a photographer, so okay, as a hobby. So like lighting is not it's different for video a little, but yeah, I mean it was a little bit of a challenge, but you know, you just you learn. Yeah, yeah. you figure it out. I feel like um, changing gears a little bit. I, I feel like I saw. I could be totally making this up. I feel like I saw you did some drone filming for someone's engagement where there was like a ton of different drones and then like yes. somebody dropped a ring down right. from a drone. So, uh, uh, drone gear, Alex. Yeah. I know him. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, 
he was going to propose to his girl and he gave me a call up and a few other friends and said, Hey, you know, I want to do a big thing for my girl. I want to propose to her. Would you be interested? And I said, yeah, dude, I'd love to help you out. So I met with him a couple of times and we tested out. I flew the, the, the Phantom and we had the, the ring attached to it. And he had a little mechanism where you can push a button and it would drop. And so, <laughs> cool. yeah, so, I mean, we had, I think. So you were the, you were carrying the ring on yours? Yeah. Yeah. So nice. we, I think there was like seven or eight pilots and uh, it was fun, dude. We got, he got an Airbnb right down the beach and, and uh, there was a balcony. So there was like seven guys with drones up there. And I think there was like four Inspired 2s, wow. one Magic. And then, and then I had the, the Phantom with the rings. And so, so everybody was kind of positioned around and everybody's getting footage and then, I come in and they had a red on the ground, a uh, guy with the with the gimbal and the stabilizer and he had a red camera, and so yeah. he, I I flew in, dropped the dropped the ring, the ring and then he, he did his proposal, and uh, and then they I flew off and then the, the inspires kind of did like a like a flyby you know all four of them cruising together and did a flyby. <laughs> it was pretty cool it was fun. that's awesome it's, it's I'm just having this like visualization of like uh, like you know the blue hornets or something or like the yeah. thunderbirds you know. <laughs> Exactly. It was, it was fun. Blue Angels. Yeah. yeah. It was Not a great little artists. video. You know, he put a video out. It's on YouTube. I, I mean, you could probably just uh, look up drone gear and it'll probably come up. Um, but um, Yeah, I'll try to see if we can find it and uh, post a link yeah. to it and see if we can get you yeah. uh, get you dropping the ring down. Yeah, that was, uh, it, was, it was fun. It was, it was a good time. You know, it was, it, it's, uh, it's good to know that a lot of the guys out there in the community, the drone community, are, are they're friendly guys. You know, they want to help and teach and and uh you know alex is a great guy he he's he started drone gear years back and he did a lot of like you know uh tutorials and that type of stuff and yeah and he helps the drone community but he's just a good guy so of course i was gonna say yes i was gonna say no to him you know <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 no, that's awesome yeah I, f- I followed his uh instagram for a while and we've chatted back and forth a little bit he's a, yeah. he's a cool dude yeah um awesome so um you know as you've gone, I'm just curious now, since this is like our, you know, our second episode, is there anything, I guess, from when we talked maybe two years ago, like what would you say maybe in the past year or so have you learned that's like new in the drone world? Are you like, uh, or is it just getting better at the stuff you you already know how to do? Or do you feel like you've really kind of like honed any specific skills? You know, maybe people that are listening that, um, you know, maybe they're maybe a year or so into their drone business and they're just trying to figure out the best way to direct their focus or attention, you know, like what, what advice maybe do you have for them? What have you learned? I think the biggest thing to give as advice is that, you know, now that I have, I don't know what I'd say, like eight or nine years of drone flying under my belt. Um, I've had more crashes in the last couple of years than ever. Hmm. <laughs> and, and that's because I think I got a little, um, uh, complacent with my flying and I'm thinking like I, I, I'm you know I got this and and I just I think I need to get back to the basics and just be a little more aware and and it's it's not that I'm not safe because I'm always safe it's just that when I'm flying like I, I just kind of think I got this you know and and, and yeah. I don't know I don't want to call it cockiness because I'm not whatsoever but it just I got a little loose you know with my yeah. flying and, and a couple of weeks ago I was flying the Mavic two and I was doing an orbit of the construction site. Cause they like, these guys like to see a video of their site. So I do a quick little orbit mm-hmm. and I've been doing this site for, I want to say two and a half years now. Wow. Never had a problem, never went down once. And, and I just was flying in thinking like, I'm good. 
and I I must have went off my track just a little bit, and I hit a building because <laughs> I was oh, going. Really? I was going in an orbit, so I couldn't see the side of me, of course, right? And yeah. my sensors didn't. Well, uh, it just it just hit the building, man, and just it's just one of those things where, like, you know, it's a little more careful than than mm. than just being so relaxed, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, I feel like in a scenario like a scenario like that too, where you've done it so many times, you might just kind of get on autopilot and not really be thinking it through as carefully as you would if it was like your first time out there, you know? Yeah, you're right. But I just, I shouldn't have been so lax. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, I flew the, I flew the site again two weeks later and, and man, I was back to like, <laughs> back yeah. to time again, I was scared and I was nervous and like flying, but it just, just practice, get good, but don't ever like ease up and, and lax. Always, take your precautions and always look and it just, I mean, you know, yeah. I know things happen. They say you're going to crash, but you know, that, that, I, that didn't good. have to happen. It didn't have yeah. to happen. So. Um, that makes me think of something else. Like when you're flying for these construction sites, do they require you to have any like tight, like amount of insurance or do they ever yeah, most, get, yeah, get into most, you about that? Yeah. You, you got to have insurance. And, and a lot of times it's, at least two million it could be up to five million. Hmm. Um, Do they usually spell it out at the, for you? Yeah, you just well. So I just get them on a on a insurance add on or whatever, and I just put their name hmm. on it and, and send it to them, and I'm good. But yeah, they you definitely need to be insured. These construction sites, they take this no joke. <laughs> that yeah. that's a part of their whole uh, contracting and everything. That they are no joke. It's like everything safety with them. Everything yeah. safe. Yeah. So, well, I mean, they're doing, you know, they're around stuff that can kill them basically every day. So, you know, you got to be super careful. Um, Once someone gets hurt, I mean, it costs them a lot of money. So true. Yeah. Like really expensive workers comp and, you know, they got to pay the person while they're off. Yeah. It gets not only that, then they, it brings in like all the like, like OSHA and all that stuff. And they start, mm. they just, it's just, a, if someone gets hurt, it's just all downhill. It's just, it's a, mm. it's a whole thing. They don't want any of it. Yeah. So the so they they preach like <laughs> safety all day long. It's just it's it's crazy. Like yeah. they even make watch videos before you go on a site as a you know as a contractor. Yeah, you know? mm, mm, like, it's, it's just crazy. Like it just they're there. I mean, and I understand why. I mean, it's just and then the the, the it goes it, you know rolls downhill. So if one get if, if someone's in charge and everybody's getting busted after that because they weren't doing what they were supposed to. You know, someone should have been watching out or something. There should have been a safety strap or something. I mean, it just. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man, I, we, we were doing some research for something one time and um, I was looking through some OSHA reports. I think it was for, we had some roofing course and we were doing some research and I was just wow. looking at all the OSHA reports where someone got hurt by falling off a roof or a, or a ladder getting up under. And yeah. man, there were some <laughs> terrible stories, even just like recently people just, you know, like they forget to tie off and they, walk through a skylight and fall like 50 feet, you know, die. You know, yep. Just crazy stuff. All of them. It was just like story after story after story. You're brutal yeah. to read. Um, I did, I did a video for roof, roof, like my own video. And I posted on my, my YouTube. It was just like a, like a, a you know, how statistics about how, you know, people get hurt on roofs and cause I was trying to market some, you know, roofing uh, inspections and stuff. like yeah. that. So I've done a few of those, but it hasn't caught on too much. I mean, not as many. I think, and I see more of the inspections going on in other states than, than here in California. I don't know why. Yeah, well, I know that I have a friend and a couple other people. Um, I was actually talking to a guy that was in one of our courses yesterday, 
and kind of the hurricane that just came through Louisiana, he wow. got hired by an insurance company to go. He drove, he said he drove over 2000 miles driving around, um, getting documenting schools, like the condition of school roofs. And yeah. so he's taking pictures and tagging them and then they're having roofers look at them so they can figure out which ones they need to go address. So those guys get a lot of business when big storms come through and like roofers don't have time to literally get up on just every roof. So they can just, you can scan yeah. real fast and they can figure out where, where they need to get attention. That makes sense. Probably so, so where there's more weather then they're probably getting more roofing. I, I did a church yeah. here now. There was like a big, and I only, the only reason why they didn't want someone to get on it is because it, it was peak. It was so high peak that you can't really walk the roof. So I, I did yeah. a, a roof inspection and okay, you know, cool. other than that, I, I mean, it's, I guess they just let people get on roofs around here. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, and don't get as bad around here as they do back east because of the weather and stuff. Yeah. Well, and some people are just, you know, some people are just old school and they just, I just want to get up there and look at it. You know what I mean? So it's just, you have that. Um, I am curious, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're getting a little bit later on time, but I want to, I'm curious now that you've been doing drones for, you know, drone business uh, for several years, right. And you've got clients coming in. Like what's changed from like getting business perspective from when you're first doing it now, do you have to look, are you actively searching for any business or it just all comes to you? Um, I, I want to get better at looking, <laughs> um, but I, I, all my work lately has been just coming to me. The only thing yeah. I do is I do the Google ads, you know, and I don't even spend that much. I spend like, a, like 50 to hundred bucks to pay on how I feel for the month. And I, and it just, to click ads or whatever. And, and, you know, not even, I don't even get that many hits because I always ask people, where, where did you get my number from? And yep. it's not, it's not even that many I get from Google. A lot of it's just referral too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Most of it's just coming. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it's one of those things if you just, you know, as far as the, the referrals, as long as you do good work and, you know, you you're good at what you do. They're gonna keep, they're gonna call you back. You know they're gonna or they're gonna pass yeah. your number to someone else and say hey you know or, or you know just at this point in time I've done so much stuff that you know when they ask like who did who did that who's a drone oh it's this guy right here and they'll call yeah. me up hey so and so said he did the drone for them you know I have a project mm -hmm. okay you just know I mean? yeah so yeah. you know for the people who are new I, I don't get discouraged I mean it's not gonna it, it, what it comes down to is that you're really just running the business. And, and to run a business, you know, you, you, you don't happen overnight. I mean, you know, that's why, you know, most people say business has failed in five years because you got to like actively work on your business to grow it. You can't just, you know, expect that overnight you're going to tell everybody you have a drone business and all of a sudden you're going to get all this work. It just doesn't happen that way. It just yeah. doesn't happen for anybody that way. I mean, you just, you know, even with the, if you open up a restaurant, you know, you got to drum up business. You got to, you know, people got to refer and say man that, that place has good food and then it just you just gotta I, I would learn your drone but i would learn the business end of things too go out and uh you know watch some some stuff on youtube about businesses or take some some uh, classes on business and just learn how to because that's what's going to keep you on board you know not yeah. not not just find a drone that's 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 not enough and there's so many drones out, drone pies out there that you gotta you gotta learn how to be a good business owner, good customer service, you know, and make those relationships. I, I remember the last time we spoke about the relationships. That's still the case. You gotta go out there and and build the relationships with people, and network with people, and talk to people, and be likable 
and then, you know, business comes. Yeah. No, I think, I think you nailed it on the head, you know, cause there's so many people that, and I, I'm sure we talked about this last time, but they, yeah. they get their part one of seven and they're like, we're all, okay. Like, where's all my jobs, you know? And they don't realize that like, yeah, that's not, it's not at all. And then when people do realize that, you know, like you're saying, where it's relationships and you have to kind of spend time starting to get the work and it's kind of just an exponential thing from there. Um, it's hard cause that takes time, right? You put in a lot of effort with a little result. And so you got to have like a lot of perseverance in those first, you know, especially those first couple months um, where you're not really getting a whole lot of getting a whole lot of results for what you're doing. But then, you know, I think you're a great example of how like you, you know, keep you doing it and then it takes off. And then, like you said, you don't even really have to look much for work right now. It's most of it's coming in. And and like I said, you know, the real estate stuff, you just with, with that, it's, it's, I know it's a bottom feeding, but you, you learn, you know, you might have mm-hmm. to do some free, free jobs here and there to get the people to, to know your services and to know your work, but it's just, you got to start somewhere and you got to build and you, you don't go to a company, get hired on and you're the, you're the president, you know, you got to work there. <laughs> yeah. The same thing with the business, you don't open a business and all of a sudden you're the number one in the state or the country. You just got to work right. at it. You, you got to build right. it up and, and, and learn that, that strategy you're going to use to build your business. Yeah, man. I love it. I think that's fantastic advice. And I think, yeah. You know, uh, it's something I always want to tell people because you get people that get discouraged when they're trying to start and you're like, well, you know, you got to, it's not, you got to have the right expectations going in. Like it takes work and you got to keep going at it and it'll, it'll hit, you know, I think people just need to realize like, Hey, listen, if other people can do this and it works for them, like it'll work for me too. If I just keep doing the same types of things, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a, it's a marathon. It's not a race. You know, you just got to get on board and just, just keep on, you know, chugging at it because it's not an overnight rich get rich kind of thing. And I don't even know if drone, a drone business can make you super rich. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, to be successful, at least you got to like keep working at it. Yeah. You know? yeah, I agree, man. Awesome. Well, I think that's a good place to end it. Um, some nice sage wisdom from a seasoned uh, <laughs> drone business uh, wow. operator. So well, I appreciate you coming on and giving us the the update, Alex. And it's cool to hear kind of what you're doing and glad to hear everything's going well. And it's fun to, get some more stories. So, um, yeah, I'll let you know when, you know, when this podcast comes out and, uh, I know you, we had a lot of people reach out to you or a lot of people ended up reaching out to you last time after the podcast was over. Um, so you're a super nice guy and everybody that has told me that they reached out to you was like, Oh yeah, he's super nice willing to help. So, um, you know, if people want to see your stuff or, um, get a hold of you, I guess, what's the best way to do that? Your Instagram or Instagram is the best way. I mean, uh, it's, it's LA aerial image and, uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm one of those guys always on Instagram. <laughs> so, I was gonna say, I feel like every time I've messaged you on Instagram, it's like, you're like, boom, right on it to reply. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a guilty man. I get on Instagram <laughs> a lot. It's just, I like seeing everybody's work. I like seeing everything that's going on. And well, you and post I'm, good stuff on there. I enjoy following you. I try to post as much as I can, but it, it gets busy. It gets busy. And like, sometimes I'm doing a job and I'm, I'm walking off the job and I'm, I'm getting in my car and I'm like, damn, I forgot to post or to snap or something. <laughs> it gets, it gets busy. <laughs> so well, at least busy. you're staying focused on the job at that point. So Yeah. I mean, it's like a before, you know, something and then after sure. maybe, but I, it just, I can't keep up. It's just too, it, I, li- I like to, but I can't. It's just not. Yeah. Yeah. No. Cool, man. But yeah. So if they, if they reach out to me on Instagram, you know, I'm happy to answer questions, you know, help out. Um, I, I think that with this drone stuff, there's, there's enough work for everybody. There's no, no reason to be greedy and, and not help people because there's a, there's a lot of work out there. I mean, and, and I'm confident that I'm good enough and I'm likable enough to keep getting my job. So I'm not so worried, worried about yet. 
yeah, I'm not worried about hop hop you guys out. No problem. Hit me up and you know, we'll talk. Awesome. Well, thanks man. Appreciate you coming on. It's good. Uh, it's good catching up and hearing from you again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that podcast episode with Alex. Um, really appreciate all of you listening. If you're watching this or seeing this, that means you made it all the way to the end. So uh, really appreciate you sticking with us all the way through it. Um, means a lot for everyone that's been um, dedicated to listening or watching the podcast. Uh, really love that people are getting into this and that they're getting a lot out of the podcast. Um, so we love hearing from you. Feel free to shoot me an email, david at drillknowledgeacademy.com. Uh, yeah, if there's anything you need or any ideas you have, feel free to hit me up and I'll do my best to get back to you. I do read all the emails that come through. Um, so just a reminder, if you want to get entered to win some free stuff, um, this week you have seven days from when this podcast episode goes live to get in on that um, quiz, the one question quiz where you can win some prizes. So get in there, um, jump on our email list if you're not already on there. Again, just go to journalauchacademy.com. Uh, we always send out some uh, good info and goodies, things like that. So jump there. Appreciate you guys again. I'll keep it short and sweet today, but tune in next week uh, for our next episode. Also, if you know of anyone that you think would be a good guest for the podcast, feel free to send them to me. I've already said my email like a billion times in this episode, um, but uh, shoot it to me. Or if you want to be on the podcast, basically our only criteria is that you're making at least $1,000 a month with your drone. So that way we can include people who are doing it part-time while they're still working other jobs and people who are doing it full-time. We have some people coming up later this season that are making 300K plus with a drone. And then we have some people who have barely kind of crossed over that 1K mark um, per month, not 300K a month, 300K a year is the other people. And then others who are kind of crossing that uh, 1K a month mark, so kind of the low five figures per year that are kind of just getting started doing on the side. So we like to have a nice variety so that you can relate to different people and hear some experiences from more successful uh, and you know people who have been doing it maybe for several years. So if you know of anyone or, or that's you and you want to get on the podcast, let me know. We're always looking for new guests um, and continuing to um, talk to people who are having success in this area and who love drones. So thanks again for everything. Take care, everyone. See you next week.